0: Let's join together in prayer. Precious God, we thank you for your spirit that makes small things possible. Precious God, we thank you for prayers that transforms reality. Precious God, today as we look at the concept of the mustard seed, having faith of a mustard seed, The realities that could come and the realities that could grow through that. Be with us today. Gods, please speak today. Nothing happens unless it's sparked by you. Amen. So the last few weeks we have been the, the gardening church. We have worked through the last few weeks what it means to find soft ground for a seed to take root and grow. What it means to be one of many varying gardeners who take the time to care for, cultivate a seed so that a seed can find its potential, find its roots and grow into a fruitful plant. Last week we talked about how we both need to be aware of the weeds that can choke out a plant's potential And we talked about the weeds that help strengthen a plant, make it more visible, and help it have its place to display the fruits of its full potential and growth. We've been looking at the growth of a seed. Today, we need to talk about the potential of the seed. Today, we look at this parable, this story, this idea of the mustard seed. And how a mustard seed, just the faith of a small, minute mustard seed. The potential of change that could come through that little spark of hope. I want to share with you, over the last few weeks as a pastor of North Coast United Methodist Church, my phone calls have have changed immensely. It has been my attempt to call through our phone list at least once a month. To try to make at least one contact either by leaving a message or or a conversation. It's been my attempt to call through our phone list at least once a month. To hear the voices of our congregation and to hear where they are in this moment of living. At the beginning of these phone calls... They were short. They were five, six minute phone calls of hopeful projection of what might be. And now here we are almost four months later and the phone calls have become longer because dear friends need to hear from another person's voice and the concerns have become more weighted because where at the beginning there was hope of a quick turnaround, but now we kind of find ourselves in this place of wondering if there will be a turnaround. That's the reality that we deal with. And it's the reality that is weighing on our hearts. And I want to share with you today, as we talk about this mustard seed, as we talk about the faith of a mustard seed that can move mountains, I want us to hold on to the reality that it only takes a spark to get a fire going. It only takes a spark to create a flame that is tall and strong and moving. I want us to hold on to that reality today as we look at the mustard seed. I want to share a narrative with you. I want to share an idea because for many of us, we find ourselves feeling that we are existing in a time of a no-win situation. We feel like that we are existing in a time of hopelessness because we don't see a potential in what's next. The importance of the faith of a mustard seed is being able to hold on to even an ounce of hope. Because as we hold on to an ounce of hope, gallons of potential can follow. Those of you that know me, those of you that spend time with me, those of you that have been trapped in conversations of me sharing with you things that I enjoy things that that motivate me, things that bring me joy. Many of you know that I probably should have been born in the early 1960s because many of the things that I find enjoyment in were produced somewhere between 1965 and 1968, especially in my television viewing. I have shared very well through sermons about God being a verb and the words of Mickey Dolenz. And I've shared in multiple ways about my love of the one true bat, Adam West. Many of my television viewing and my music choices come from 1966. Somewhere between 1965 and 1966. And there are these things that help me hold on to even a grain of hope As I look at a world full of despair and I'm hoping to turn an ounce of hope into a gallon of potential. One of the shows that I really enjoy, also from 65, 66, was this TV show called Star Trek. And if you know anything about Star Trek, there's uh, William Shatner who played Captain Kirk. They talk about his journey going through Starfleet Academy, and one of the things that every Starfleet cadet had to go through as a test in their training was a training ritual called the Kobayashi Maru. Now, the Kobayashi Maru was a space battle, if you know anything about Star Trek the the star fleet is sort of this space navy and one of the trainings in this space navy training on star trek was called the kobayashi maru and what it was it was a winless situation that an individual had to maneuver through to find the best case scenario within a situation that there was no winning now if you know the the story of of Captain Kirk that Captain Kirk was the only person who went through Starfleet training and accomplished a victory in the Kobayashi Maru because he cheated <laughs> now I'm not advocating cheating to get a better situation but I am sharing a scenario with you that there are places in our lives that are Kobayashi Maru's for us. We find ourselves in windless situations. And we are challenged to be the ones that hold on to the mustard seed of faith to find gallons of hope. We are called to hold on to an ounce of potential so that we can find gallons of faith. I want us to think about that in this time as we continue to look at who we are as individuals of faith in a time period that is burdensome. What does it mean to be a representative of hope when I call a dear friend who is worried about what's next? Worried about when next will be. What does it mean to be a representative of hope when we find ourselves in the Kobayashi Maru's of living. I want you to know there is hope. And sometimes as I've discovered through life, the things that we get don't always match the things that we've hoped for. And the things that we receive are far better than the things that we've hoped for. And this time as a pastor, as a pastoral caregiver, I find myself in moments of conversations of individuals direly wanting to receive something that unfortunately cannot be provided at this time. I find myself in conversations with individuals who long to have an experience That unfortunately, we cannot provide at this time. And then there becomes this challenge. How do we address the reality without taking hope away? I'll share with you, as a church leader, in this time of church leadership... That is my Kobayashi Maru. Is how do I still foster the hope that is produced by the desire of having something that cannot be provided. It's the journey in this very unique time of living that no one has experienced before. That's where prayer comes in. That's where the willingness of being still and knowing that God is Lord becomes very important because we have these desires, these prayers that we shout out and sometimes we get what we ask for and we regret it. And then sometimes we're given something we never thought of And we have a new hope and potential that we never realized before in our lives. There's this country music singer, his name's Garth Brooks. And Garth Brooks sang this song called, I Thank God for Unanswered Prayers. Because it's through the unanswered prayers that we see the things that God really wants us to work towards and God really wants us to move towards. It's through the unanswered prayers that we learn to set some desires aside so that we can see the true potential that God has waiting for us on the other end. Sometimes we go through seasons of want and end in moments of disappointment so that we can move on to the next section of potential that God is preparing. Again, as I make statements like that, I always have to stop myself and jump in And say, I don't believe that God makes bad things or God makes disappointments so that we can grow. But I do believe we can grow because of bad things and disappointments that happen in our lives. In these moments of our no-win situations, in these moments of our own personal Kobayashi Maru's, I want us to take a moment to set down a desire that may have overcome our focus. And I want us to take a minute to sit in a still, quiet place and utter the prayer, Lord, what do You require of me? What does the Lord require of You? as we find these moments of longing, as we grasp so tightly to the ounce of hope so that we can hopefully one day find the gallons of opportunity. Our gallons of opportunity sometimes comes through us saying, Dear God, I accept this change. I want us to think about that. Because that's where our cheating comes in. Just like Captain Kirk found a way to cheat the test of Starfleet Academy, found a way to cheat the Kobayashi Maru, and find a victory on the other side, it is our potential of not looking for the victory we want, but looking at the potential that God has waiting for us that comes the victory. And as we know from so many dear friends that we have had to say goodbye to who have gone back to be in the presence of the Lord, sometimes victories don't always look like a victory. To have the potential to be sitting in the presence of Jesus Christ is a victory especially for some of our dear friends who have wandered through the valley of the shadow of death for a very long time. So we hold that concept through the reality of grace. We hold that concept through the assurance of salvation that comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. And right now, as we travel through the valley of the shadow of death, we are called upon to look towards that grace. And grace doesn't always look like what we want it to. Going back to the explanation, the the narrative of this Garth Brooks song, uh, sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers. There's a reality that if I get everything that I ask for, then I don't get what I actually need. If I married every girl that I prayed to be a boyfriend for in high school, I would have had 50 divorces. But I also wouldn't have won the prize that is my wife. Going through all the journeys and heartbreaks and, and disappointments prepared me to be the husband that my wife needs me to be. Going through... 10, 11 no's through ordination has prepared me to be the pastor that North Coast United Methodist Church needs me to be. Going through challenges of learning disabilities and finding footing in some very hard and unique places has prepared me to be a human being that can interact with others and say, yes, there are these moments Of despair. But if you just hold on. To that ounce of hope. There will be gallons. Of blessings. To come. Even if we have to hold on. To that ounce of hope. Longer than we would prefer. And even longer than we could even desire. There is
1: Gallons
0: of blessings. I want to share with you as, as we conclude this sermon, as, as we deal with our personal Kobayashi Marus, our winless situations in our lives, I want you to know I hear you. I hear your prayers. I hear your concerns. I hear the desires that you have. I hear the ways that you proclaim connection to grace. And I hear the ways that you long to be in other places to have those connections again. I hear you. And I want you to know that I am personally holding on to that small spark of hope, that mustard seed of potential. And as we are in this moment, that I unfortunately say right now, I can't give that to you. I just ask for you to pray with us and continue to be in prayer with us because those mustard seeds will produce gallons of potential. We just need to be still in the moment And know that God is Lord, and even in the no-win situations that we may find ourselves in, know that God is still there piloting our ship so that we can reach a shore of celebration. We will get to that place. God is real. God is present, especially In the winless situations. God does not cease to be present. I just ask that we continue to pray. Continue to look at the new paths. And continue to look at the new potentials. As we celebrate doors that God opens. Especially the doors that we didn't even know that were there. That's what's produced by the faith of that mustard seed. Hold on to those seeds in your life. Let them just be there. Hold them. Hold on to them. They will grow. They will find fertile ground. And we will celebrate gallons of potential. We just need to journey through our Kobayashi Maru, our seemingly unwinnable situation. So that we can see the path that grace creates. And we learn a new definition of victory. That's our sermon for the day. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. God is love. Amen.